Down to Football with Sean McDonald, Colin Sommer, and Nick Palumba. Brought to you by WHIP. What's up, guys? Another Down to Football episode. We're excited. Um, a little note before we uh, actually start talking about anything. So our one crew member, Sean, will not be able to talk today. R.I.P. Sean for the week. Yeah, why is he all right? He's morning. gone for like the week. Whatever. Um, so we actually have a guest. I don't know who this man next to um, me is. So, <laughs> so this man, um, our our guy James Conn, if you would like to introduce yourself. Uh, sup. I'm James. Uh, new to the podcast, obviously, but you know, I'm glad here for the draft. Glad to be here. Yeah. Oh, of course, I'm glad to be here. So we brought him in because we wanted him to be a part of the draft. Um, he knows a lot about college football, so we're putting a lot of faith into him to give his expertise. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's actually just going to be filling in for Sean for the entire episode um, rather than just a fragment. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy that. Um, so to begin, um, we're just going to go over some of the more recent signings, uh, just recent news in terms of free agency. So um, Jordy Nelson retired. Not really too shocked about that one. Um, mm-hmm. You could see his career declining. Uh, without Aaron Rodgers and then going to Oakland, clearly did not do anything. <laughs> so that that happened. Uh, Saints signed defensive tackle Malcolm Brown uh, out of New England. Um, just provides good depth. Probably will start in place of Sheldon Rankins to begin the year. Uh, the Giants signed Golden Tate to a hefty contract. Mm-hmm. Saints also signed Jared Cook. I'm a Saints fan. I love that. Um, what else we got? Rams signed Clay Matthews. Not really a big fan of that, just because I think Clay Matthews is kind of washed up at this point. I uh, don't really see him doing yeah. too, too much. He started strong in the beginning of last season, but, no, like... He, no, he didn't. He, he had, started pretty he strong. Had, he had five consecutive games with roughing the passer. Yeah, that's because the refs are totally he, soft, he dude. Had, he had one of the worst seasons. That's because the refs are soft, first off. And, no, yes, the rest of the season did not go well, but he had a he decent was, start. He's... I mean, Nothing whole, amazing, obviously. Oh, the whole bad. team was not good, obviously. Uh, the Cowboys signed Randall Cobb, so that's kind of a good compliment for Amari Cooper. Yeah. Uh, not too bad. Raiders signed uh, the, uh, you know, the guy who just like, you know, beating everyone up. Devontae's perfect. Isn't that cool? Um, Rams signed Blake Bortles for depth. Sure. Um, probably won't. Probably won't, won't see any time. Um, Sealer signed Mark Barron. That's why Clay Matthews went to the Rams, because now Mark Barron's gone. Uh, Haladi Nada retired. Gronk retired. Major. Gronk retired. Gronk that's reti- that, that just happened, um, yeah. But I do have a little bit of a prediction. I say when Brady announces his retirement season, then Gronk comes out of retirement for that year. Really? Yeah. I, I just see it happening. Hmm. I, I just feel like it's such a logical thing. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's Gronk. It's Brady. It's Gronk. You don't know with Gronk. Dude, Gronk's I, a party. He could still yeah. keep playing yeah. if he wanted to. I was actually very surprised by the news he that he could, was retiring. But he would get injured again. Oh, no, yeah. He's he, very he has injury, injury prone. After injury. Yeah. Uh, Dolphin signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. What do you do? Yeah. Not a big deal again. Oh, Fitz uh, magic time. <laughs> no, we discussed this. Max Unger no. also retired. Um, kind of sad about that one, but the Saints signed Nick Easton to replace him, so I'm pretty okay with that. That's pretty good. Uh, Jack, uh, Jacksonville signed Chris Conley. That's just some wide receiver depth. Um, mm-hmm. Wouldn't be shocked to see them go and try and get a receiver in the draft because Keelan Cole, DJ Shark, and D.D. Westbrook are not currently cutting it. So that's an idea. Uh, res- the Seahawks resigned K.J. Wright. That's pretty significant. That's pretty huge. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't it? You know, they got him for kind of a steal. It was two years, 15 mil. That's not like a huge contract for somebody who's been a significant starter on that team for a while. Um, so I'm, I'm a good fan of that. 
Uh, Haha Clinton Dix got signed to a one-year contract uh, by Chicago. That's probably in terms of replacing uh, Adrian Amos because Adrian Amos got signed to the Packers. Uh, Steelers signed Dante Moncrief. You know, the loss of Antonio Brown's huge, so Dante Moncrief will move to the uh, wide receiver two or three position. Juju's obviously not a number one. Um, but I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's in terms of people getting signed, or at least the most significant signings. It's definitely less news about signings than the last time yeah, we recorded. Agency, last time we recorded was yeah, it was le- even the day when we recorded that morning was insane of yeah, how many people were being signed. A ton of stuff going on. Uh, kind of everything just, just kind of blew up with free agency. Yeah, now, now it's just kind of slowing down. Slowing down. Yeah, guys are announcing their retirements and everything. It's like second that. and third wave free agency. Yeah, this is where all the deals and steals come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see who you can still pick like, up. A lot of extensions happening. Mm-hmm. That too. Yeah. Still surprised with no uh, Jay Ajahi news, but we'll wait and see yeah, on that. We'll see. Um, yeah, he's got a back injury, so like. Yeah. yeah well, a, a lot of Probably the players that, that are maybe like free agents that retired, not retired, that got injured during the year, um, teams might be just waiting on them to just see how the recovery process goes. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Nick, you wanted to talk about the rule change. Yeah. So there's a new rule enacted in the NFL right now. Where you will be able to challenge uh, passing interference, both offensive and defensive, outside of the two-minute mark of each half. You're also allowed to challenge no calls. Yes, that too. I don't and like then, that part. I don't like. I don't know about that one. That one's a little maybe because, it, because this is the thing. Oh, hail mary. Oh, oh, but we want to challenge that. Here's the thing. I mean, there's only two challenges, so I feel like it's not going to be that bad. And plus, like, I feel. I mean, you're still going to get penalized if there was nothing on. Um, like if there was nothing, you're still going to penalize with a, a loss of a timeout, which could really help you in a two-minute crunch. And that's the other thing is, um, during the last two minutes, it, it's not reviewable. So no, Booth will automatically review any close calls inside okay. the two minutes. I don't know. I, I'm just well, worried about the pacing of the game. That's it, my big yeah. thing because if this slows down the game by a lot, I mean, now you're making the league soft and slow, which are not going to be good to watch. Yeah, I'm. Look, I'm a Saints fan. Obviously, I didn't like what happened in that uh, in that game. But I think adding these rules really changes the NFL. It, yeah, just whether know, we don't know if it's good or bad. Yeah, there. so we just gotta wait and see. And all that is just so dynamic to the game. And now it just seems as if the league is getting very, yeah. very soft. And well, it yeah. just it kind of just makes the league look, look really bad. And I don't know, James. What do you I mean, think? part of the game, the game is like you try to get away with as much as you can. Like, yeah. th- there's penalties on yeah. every play, so like, what are you going to start reviewing all the holdings in the game? You can't even like you can't even play anymore. You can't be aggressive anymore. Like, like we were like, just talking about Clay court, Matthews and, roughing the passer. A lot of those, you look back on those. Like, I literally that those weeks, I look back and like watch them. I'm like. There's nothing really wrong. He never tried helmet to helmet. He never tried putting his weight on the guy. No, he never lift him up. Yeah, it's all body weight. It's and even when you then tackle he tackle him and then drill him into the ground. That's body weight. But barely, like, he barely got him he off. Does, no. Oh, it's uh, garbage. I, no, I get why they were penalties. Like they made perfect sense, but I don't think they should be penalties. Obviously, yeah. Obviously. I mean they're penalties because you don't want to see Aaron Rodgers go out again like he did that one season. Yeah, yeah. I just God, I, the league is becoming soft. And, and here's the my main issue with the defensive pass interference call. Um, the fact that you can review that. Leading game, okay. Cornerbacks, defensive backs, yes, they have stamina, but at the end of the game, they're obviously tired. Okay, that's no, everyone's happened. tired. Everyone's tired. And what the team, what defensive backs do is, you know, towards the end of the game, they hold a little bit more and mm-hmm. do stuff like that because they have to. They're exhausted. Yeah, they you get complacent. Going. But now it's like they, they can't even do that. Mm-hmm. So the players are going to be dying on the field and you're going to get burned every time. So yeah, you, this, th- you thought yeah. offense was uh, good now? Oh boy. 
if you can start reviewing penalties, like yeah. pass interferences, you're just going to have wide receivers that can just draw P.I. calls. Uh, D. Mm-hmm. D Hopkins, Mike Williams, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones. Like, all these players are going to draw so many flags. Even some people like A.B. or Keenan Allen who are just great route runners. Oh, my God. Okay, cut to the left. Okay, corner hold them for a split-second penalty. Yeah. Penalty doesn't get called, but then they throw a flag, and then it is called. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like that aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, just because, like, they are making it challenge. Like, if it was just, like, you can do it as many times as you want in a game, I would obviously be against it. But I feel like with the challenges, it's going to limit them, and they're going to be thinking, well, hang on, let me wait for this challenge until when we have crunch time or we're down maybe by a point or we're up by just a point. Or when it's, like, a significant play in the game. Yeah. Like, something that could, like, Example. like the Saints. Saints Example, the Saints, when you have such a controversial call. And that's exactly what spurred this yeah. decision. So, happen. hopefully, you know, but the problem is, like, if they, when they enact this rule, if the coaches are doing nothing but throwing challenge flag after challenge flag every single game, that's when I have a problem with it, you know? I mean, I don't think coaches will because at the end of the game, you kind of want those just yeah. in case. And also, going back to the Hail Mary point, we cannot have challenge flags on Hail Marys. You know how pe- people get so away many. with penalties on Hail Marys? That's the point of a Hail Mary. It's supposed to be ridiculous. You're not supposed to get it. But when you do get it, it's amazing. Even as an Eagles fan during Super Bowl 52, yeah, 52, um, it was, what, the last, very last play of the game where the Patriots hurled the ball downfield. I'm pretty positive there might have been some passing interference on there. Oh, I don't know exactly. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure Malcolm Jenkins destroyed Gronk over the middle the one time. There was a little bit of a little scrap going on. And I don't mind that because I like, you know, physical football. But at the same time, Moments like that, yes, it does matter, especially, again, going back to uh, the Saints game, situations where it's very controversial and it can either send the team to a Super Bowl, make them have a Super Bowl win, very controversial and all those kinds of things. But, that's true, that's true. I don't know, I just felt like we should definitely talk about this, you know, you know, talk about how it will affect the pacing, how it will affect players and coaching decisions. Um, but we really don't know. We just got to wait and see, and I'm ready for this season. I'm really excited to see. Uh, how players and coaches react to this? I feel like, I feel like, like corners and safeties and free safeties and even linebackers are going to be scared to play aggressive now. Oh, you can't play aggressive anymore the, in football you like you used to. No, like like this is like that last glimpse of freedom because now they I just feel like they can't get away with every anything. I mean, you get what two challenge flags? Yes, for penalties. So hypothetically. You know, if you, you know, you get, you make two bad holding calls and then after that they can't. And they, if, like, hypothetically, if they reviewed those two calls mm-hmm. and then you held them after that and they didn't call it, you can't review that. Yeah. So, like, what good does that do if there's multiple missed calls? No. And, yeah. This, you know. It's one of those things that I feel like hopefully after. This just seems like such a test. Run I also feel me. that, yeah, it obviously is a test run, but I feel like if there was a situation where they didn't call a penalty twice on the same player, and they threw the challenge flag, and they reviewed it, and they realized, oh, there was a penalty on there, then the referees the rest of the game will probably be watching that player like a hawk, making sure. Because they already have a, you know, they've seen this game, that they've been a little chippy with it. So it's one of those things that they're going to have to watch. And, yeah, you're right. This is a test. We have to wait and see, will this work? Maybe this is a one, you know, well, actually never. Because the way the NFL works, they implement a rule, and then maybe five years later they get rid of it. So we got to wait and see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It'll be interesting. But, yeah, I'm still excited for this season. I can't wait for it to get underway. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, hopefully we don't have a, uh incident like 
the Saints game anymore. That's the whole reason this rule is enacted, just so we don't have games like that that could decide a team's fate. I agree. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, pretty devastating. But at the end of the day, like if you think about it, how many times is a call like that going to get blown in that kind of game? Okay, yeah, that's like a one in twenty, like Mm -hmm. twenty year kind of blown call. Like calls don't get blown that bad that often. It was just so bad. It was. And I really hate bringing it up because I don't. Because you make it, it makes you sad. <laughs> it makes me sad. And I don't want to sound like a salty Saints fan or anything like that. Obviously, I'm not happy about mm-hmm. it, but like, you know, it's just. Well, it's one of those things. Like, I think about it this way: What if that was the Eagles? What if that was, you know, any, any other, other team, team in the with NFL? Any other fans. I mean, at least I mean, Saints fans are very passionate, but I also believe Eagle fans are very passionate. Yeah, like, like Giants fans like, are very passionate. Cowboys fans are very passionate. A lot of passionate uh, fan bases out there. I mean, some I, more vocal than others. Yeah, I just, Saints is very vocal, yeah. but I mean, I think there's some even like more vocal than others, and then the Saints. So it's one of those things like, how would you feel if that was your team? Yeah, that, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, w- I was so sick and tired of people saying like, oh, get over it, it happened, it's over with. Like, how would you feel if it was your team? It would suck. I would like, be pissed. Like, honestly, like, I you would, would be, be complaining so just like I am. Like, I know, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, ugh, God, that's I why I felt sorry for you that night. I made sure to give you your space and your time. On Instagram. Shh, it's okay. Stay off the Instagram. All right. So moving on. I think we go towards more draft, <laughs> yes. draft college Ooh, stuff. This is, that's what we this like to talk James about. Here. This is James. That's what we love to talk expertise. about. Here. So, Word. Um, first thing I just want to hear maybe top fifteen picks. Top fifteen. Top from, fifteen. What from the mock draft? Yeah. 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 All right, Your we'll go five team. by five, and we'll see the no, reaction. Go, go from fifteen to ten. Oh, fifteen to ten. Okay, you want me to go backwards? Yeah, go backwards. Go back. All right, go fifteen to ten. We'll so we'll start with Washington. You just want to do five picks at a time. Yeah. Then like just talk about. Actually, start with one. Start. Okay, start with one. I'll say. The, the first, first overall pick, uh, the most surprising pick of all time, the Cardinals are going to pick Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really see. I, don't really see I mean, the only thing that's going to be interesting is where's Josh Rosen going to go? Exactly. I mean, that's there's a couple the teams looking at him right now. I mean, the Saints. Hmm? Maybe. I mean, what I've, what's been reported is that the teams that have offered so far and have been interested are the Giants. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Makes sense. The Patriots. And the one that I didn't find super surprising, but like kind of shocked me a little bit, Chargers were looking into it. Really? No, it makes sense. It makes sense because Philip Rivers is he's, getting he's old. He's getting older. Maybe they'll throw but him. But Philip Rivers probably has a solid what three, three years left at least. Two or three. Two three. Yeah. Two three. So three he's really like, pushing. Are you gonna make Josh Rosen your Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I don't think Aaron mm. Josh Rosen's gonna have an Aaron Rodgers kind of thing where he takes three years off and then comes out and I mean, lights the world on fire. To be fair though, Aaron Rodgers and Josh Rosen do have a lot of similar traits. They yeah. do. Like, in, especially personality-wise. I don't know if you saw it. There was a video a while ago when Rosen first got drafted. He, like, talked to Aaron Rodgers. They have, like, a very similar personality. It's kind of weird. They do. But Aaron Rodgers also sat behind uh, Brett, Brett Favre. Favre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I don't know how uh, Josh Rosen's going to, like, sitting behind Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> not, he's not Brett Favre. Yeah. No. He's All not. Right. Very good. Number but two. So. All right. Number two. Uh, easy Nick, pick for the San Nick Francisco Bosa. 49ers. Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shocker, complete that yeah. D-line. Exactly. They spent a lot of, Time, you know, picks, high-tier line. picks mm-hmm. on defensive line. I mean, like they should. Defensive line's what wins you championships. Gotta get that pressure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number three, uh, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Shocker. Of course, yeah. Uh, New York Jets missed out on bar. They find Josh Allen, who is a bar-like player in the way he's built and the way he can play. I mm-hmm. feel like... Josh Allen can go defensive end, though. Yeah, no, that's what you he is. I mean? He's but like, yeah. but Barr couldn't do that. 
I mean, Barkin still gets to the passer. He can get to the passer on blitz, but I don't think you can line him up in like, the defensive right. end I mean, spot. You can he's do just that with, get at, uh, muscled, I think. You can add. You can do that with Josh just a little bit more, but he is like that in the bar sense where yeah, he no, can no, no, cover, but his edge rushing ability might be better, mm-hmm. or yeah. maybe his coverage might not be up to snuff as bars was. Okay, mm-hmm. number four. Uh, Quentin Williams go to the Oakland Raiders. Okay. I mean, he might well, be the most surefire. Most surefire, no, and honestly, personally for me, I think he's actually probably the best player in the draft. I I could agree with that. Because like, I do. I like Nick Bosa and everything. I mean, Joey, Nick, they're both great edge rushers, mm-hmm. great family genes. But at the end of the day, Quinn and Williams had an actual monster year. Like you've had great defensive linemen come out of Alabama, mm-hmm. but no one's come out like Quinn and Williams has. Quinn and Williams had a monster season, mm-hmm. and that you know. All right, number five. Number five, first surprise of the draft, Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Byron Murphy, corner out of see, Washington. Now, that, 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 now, now, I could see that, but if Devin White's there. Well, Devin, yeah. if Devin's White there. Which most likely he will be. He will be, and, I mean, maybe, depends. Like, a lot look, of people like, are saying the they might trade up. Look at the Buccaneers. Do you think if uh, do they look at Devin White and Byron Murphy, would they really take Byron Murphy over Devin White? Well, considering that corners outside of— They're very thin this year. They're thin, but you have to understand when you can find a good corner in a draft, you want to get them. Because wait, at this wait, point... Yeah. Uh, well, I think it would be in their best interest to maybe move back then. Oh, well, everyone's looking to move back when you're a, a team like that. Are, uh, no, but even a lot of teams in general are looking to move back. So Because if you think about it, that teams that are up there in the top five, like the Jets, Oakland, Bucks, they got a lot of holes they got to fill. Definitely. Yeah, but for sure. Byron Murphy's the choice at number five. Okay. Because corners are becoming more valuable in the game today. Good corners well, that can anymore. cover. No, good corners that can cover. I'm talking about the the rule, obviously. Yeah. Got it. But with with the new rule, you gotta have corners that can adapt. Who can Which adapt? Which makes sense. And that's why they're becoming more valued in the draft. Exactly. I just don't know if he would go that high. Like I don't he really. Co- corners can go that high. But like I don't Denzel know. Denzel Ward did. Yeah, but he also came from a you know, a really solid school. Like Oh, I, Washington has Washington an elite secondary. Is a, who was their last corner that was good out of that draft? Uh, out what? That, Sydney? You had Kevin... Sydney, what, where's, what is he doing now? I mean, he's Injured, not bad. he got burned all the time. Yeah, but he still was a good player at who Washington. Else? We had Kevin King. Kevin King hasn't done... He hasn't done Desmond Trufant? Anything. Desmond Trufant's like one of the worst corners now. I, was he good? No. Corners come in and out of the league. I just corners I, is a very like it what, is. In and out. You have to grab them while you Denzel can. I look at Denzel Ward mm-hmm. at four, and I look at Byron Murphy at five, and I would. You grab would corners when you can. A, a true, but I just de- if Devin White's there, especially with Quan Alexander gone, they go with Devin White. Mm-hmm. I just see that more as a more logical thing because they're oh, going to well, want to get that linebacker piece back. They might. But at that point, I just think it's the value pick of trying to get someone that good. If they want Byron Murphy, then they move back. That's if they can move back. And honestly, at that point... Because I don't, I don't think any... Uh, who are the teams after that? I mean, who do we got here? We got the Giants. Giants. Giants but people would, are going to move up. Giants are not going to take... People are going to move Giants up for quarterbacks take, and other players. I know, but Giants will not take Byron Murphy. No. Who else? Who's after that? Jacksonville. Jacksonville will not take Byron Murphy. Detroit, Buffalo. Detroit would not... None of them would take Byron Murphy. I don't see any of them taking Byron uh, Murphy. Buffalo could. Buffalo? Um, Trey White? Yeah, but you want Trey, well, you have to get a solid. They just co- EJ Gaines who do they have? Wait, who does Detroit have on their defense? Like, Darius Slay, Glover Quinn. Okay. Yeah, but when you can get a solid quarterback duo that's young on rookie contracts like that, true, and you like, can save money, but like and they don't have they a linebacker core is probably more important than a, def- a secondary, in yeah. my opinion. Because uh, those are the leaders of the defense. Leaders of the defense are more becoming the defensive alignment at this point. 
true, but like I mean, right now it's diff- it depends. It I mean, varies if you, team if from you team just look at the field. Eagles, if you put that Devin White yeah. piece there, it just makes more sense. Because mm-hmm. if you get a corner, but it's a value have, pick. That's have, all it is. But they have no other. They have no other pieces in that secondary. So dra- they don't want pieces more, anywhere. But dra- yeah, but you st- so start with a linebacker. But if you take if you draft Byron Murphy, that literally does not help them at all. Like in in no way. It gets the secondary moving. But they still have no, they don't have a corner two, three, or four. I mean, Vernon Hargraves ain't the worst corner in the he's world. He's undersized and gets mossed consistently on a daily basis. He gets mossed every. All right, season. and then that's why you put. But who's there, who, Byron who, Murphy at the one, and then you have Hargraves at the two. You start I, off with a young and solid combo. I get combo. that, but they have no one else in the secondary. So if you draft Byron Murphy, that will literally push them nowhere. Getting Devin White, he's a solid piece. He's done a, so much at LSU. Byron Murphy is kind of under the radar. I just don't. Under the radar is the best corner in the draft. I would disagree. Oh, who are you going to pick, Greedy? Greedy. Well, the thing is, Greedy might be better single on coverage, but overall, with the skills, Byron's probably your better pick. I just think Byron's a little bold at that pick. It's a little bold, but it's it's value. Uh, Number six, I had New York Giants taking Haskins Mm -hmm. just because it's all a bunch. I feel like it's a bunch of smoke. But honestly, I would not be surprised if they didn't take him. Yeah, because I, mean, I don't know if they can actually. develop him though. That's the thing. I mean, he, he, I mean, he was pretty good at Ohio. But he had a great well. year. Yeah, uh, you know, especially those last games, he looked yeah, fun. But he it, was. it's really just. I personally think the Giants move out of that pick somehow. Yeah, honestly, if anything, they I just think move up or down. Because one minute they're saying Hoskins, Hoskins, geez, Haskins is it. But then the next minute they're saying, okay, well, whatever's there, whatever the best available is, we're taking. So they just seem so. Yeah. They don't know what they don't seem. Confident they're just trying to cover that, everything. Yeah. yeah, they don't seem confident in that pick at all. So because I, they just, don't know, I think if, yeah, anything, if they want to keep Eli. But like, what if they? Okay, so I think they're going to trade for Josh Rosen if anything. I mean, if that happens, then yeah, then they're not going. They're going to go but for what, someone else. That too. But hypothetically, Denver has you know talked about Drew Locke a lot. What if they really want him? Swap the ten and six pick. Giants move back to ten and get Haskins there because I don't think Jacksonville takes him. I don't think Buffalo takes him. And I yeah, don't but then think you have to worry Detroit about other teams mm-hmm. like the Bengals or which a is, Miami. Which maybe. is very true, but or maybe Detroit, even Washington. Jacksonville and Buffalo all have position needs where a player in those you know projected spots could very well go. Yeah, but at the end of the day, quarterbacks are quarterbacks, and quarterbacks are quarterbacks. Even when they're not that good, they go po- high. It's still yeah. possible, though. I mean, it's still possible, but. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks get traded up for. Uh, number seven, I have Jacksonville taking Andre Dillard, offensive tackle out of Washington State. Most people have Jawan Taylor going there as the offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. I chose Dillard just because you have Nick Foles as the quarterback. Jawan Taylor might be the better overall tackle in, in run and pass, mm-hmm. like together. But Andre Dillard's probably the best pass blocking tackle we have in the draft. Mm-hmm. And when you have Nick Foles back there, yeah. who needs time to pass? Exactly. How many times are you going to be running that ball, honestly, with Nick Foles? I mean, who do they have at uh, – They have Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette, but, I mean, other than that, you can't have him on the ball every play. And, like, play. the thing with Leonard Fournette I mean, is he's, he's – a workhorse. Yeah, he's a workhorse, yeah. and he's big. He's capable of getting 25 carries a game. So yeah, so he's big enough where I don't think – you know, you don't need the greatest offensive line for Leonard Fournette to make sure he, he gets can find a everything. Hole. He can find a and hole. And he can run over some people. That, yeah. That O-line's not – too bad. It's not too bad. No, I'm not saying it's terrible. It's solidifying everything for Nick Foles to make sure he's as successful as he can be. Exactly. That's what they want pretty much. Uh, Sean Gary, edge rusher, Michigan. Michigan boy, stays in Michigan. Makes sense. Uh, Trey Flowers and Sean Gary on the edges, that just seems really good. And especially with Matt Patricia, defensive-minded coach. He's he's most likely going to take a defensive player unless he sees something stunning there. 
yeah. which I don't think. If somebody I mean, just manages to fall, like yeah, fall unless there's, but the NFL draft is just weird like that. People I mean, will trade like, off. Yeah, like I mean, like if if Devin again, if Devin White falls that far back, like tell me one starting corner on the lines right now. Who, me? Or not corner. Tell me one starting linebacker on the Well, no one right has that great of linebackers. I mean, you no, look, no, the no, Cowboys no. have good linebackers. No, but I'm saying, like, you can at least name one linebacker. Can you even name one mediocre linebacker on the Lions? I mean, no, because I don't watch the Lions that much. I mean, I don't watch the Lions either, but still. Like, I watch a lot of football, and I don't know anything. Yeah, but if you told me the name, like, you know, the Patriots linebackers, I couldn't tell you that either. Kyle Van Noy. Kind of forgot that he was a linebacker. Anthony Brown. Oh, no, that's a cornerback for the Cowboys. I forget what his name is. It's like something Roberts. It's like Andre Roberts or something. I forget what it is. No, I'm just Andre saying Roberts, like, the wide receiver for the Jets. It's something Roberts. I'm just saying, like, obviously having a middle linebacker is great, but it, it feels like linebackers aren't as valuable as they used to be. Yeah. Which is really They're disappointing. Because I mean, again, like, I, that's the for, league. For a long time, the Saints had absolutely zero linebackers, and that was probably our weakest point of our defense. Mm-hmm. So I, I hated not having linebackers. And the addition of DeMario Davis, amazing. AJ Klein was pretty average, but Alex Anzalone was also very good too. Mm-hmm. So ha- I love having linebackers. I think oh, I think that, well, one thing for the Eagles was losing Jordan Hicks, and I think that will end up proving pit- pivotal because who do they have now? Joe Walker, Nate, Nate Gary, and, mm-hmm. and Nigel Bradham. Nigel Bradham. So it's like, mm, eh. But at the end of the day, the Eagles' defense – Really, just depends on that defensive line. Honestly, yeah. But who? Yeah, Derek Barnett comes back. Fletcher Cox is still there. Mm-hmm. Chris Long. Chris Long. But Chris Long didn't have an amazing. He's, he's been he's yeah. been solid. He's been as a rotational player. As a rotational, player, yeah. But starters, you don't have really great. Derek starters. Barnett's. I mean, he's obviously. I already mentioned him. Yeah, yeah but like yeah, he's I there to I develop. He's, I think he's going to be really. That's good. why they traded Michael Derek Bennett Barnett. away. Yeah, I love Derek Barnett. I think he's going to be really good. And like I said, they have Fletcher Cox, but. I mean, they it, don't really have many other pieces on that D line. I mean, you have Malik Jackson, Fletcher Cox, Malik Brandon Jackson. Graham. I mean, now that Fletcher Fletcher Cox usually eats that up a double a, team every time, so now a, Malik Jackson's one on one. But that was a pricey. It was pricey. pricey contract. Okay, outside and who else? Who was the last person you mentioned? For what? The D line. What we had Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Malik Jackson, and Derek Barnett. That's the starting okay. D line. That's not a bad D line. Probably. I just no. think. It would just uh, a lot of it would just have to rely on Derek Barnett actually yeah. developing well and Malik Jackson being worth his contract. Yeah, we just got to wait and see on that. All right, All right uh, number nine. Number nine, Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen is a young quarterback. They're going to solidify the O line. Juwan Taylor makes sense. <laughs> They're just yeah. going to make him better. Yeah, I think the more protection, you, the better. Do you think they go with a running back in like later rounds? Because I think Lashawn McCoy is kind of injury prone and outdated now. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you could definitely look maybe not even like third or fourth, but maybe like a fifth or sixth because. Here's the thing, like you had Bryce Love, and he was what? He was a Heisman candidate a couple years ago. Now he's got a bunch of injuries, and if you want to look at someone who who has fallen a lot, fallen off, and but could still hit that potential that you've seen, a lot of teams need to start looking into Bryce Love as a late round pick that could blossom as a great one. No, I I do like Bryce Love. I just think that ACL tear was kind of significant. It was, yeah. But at the same time, because he was like potential first round talent. Oh no, he was first round talent. No oh, doubt. Right, but then it was just. Mm, but then he came it. back, and then everyone knew. Oh well, look, there he is. That's the person you have to stop to make Stanford a bad team. Yeah. That's literally you stop Rice Love, you stop Stanford. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So okay. he had to he had to run against eight man boxes all Number season. Number ten, I'm Denver. I'm, Drew Lock. Yeah. yeah. I just went quarterback heavy because. John Elway. Joe set. Flacco John really. John Elway seems so set on him right now. John Elway like yeah. wants Drew yeah, Lock. I don't. 
I mean, but if you look at Drew Locke, I'm not going to say he's obviously John Elway, but there's some things that John Elway goes, hey, I remember when I was that young. Yeah, but he, that he does like that a lot of but quarterbacks. Does, I, <laughs> like, that's I why I don't like, like him. I think John Elway... Yeah, great does player. Some, does some great player. He was great. He's a Hall of Famer. Has done very well for the organization. Of all time, he's done really good for the organization. But lately, it's except for quarterbacks, he can't pick like, a quarterback for his no. life. Because he's like, I it's see myself in him, and I'm like, what? stop it. I'm feeling confident with this pick. We're taking Paxton Lynch. Ugh. Ugh. That was rough. That was not. I don't think they gave. I don't know if they really gave him the chance to develop as best as he could. There was no. I didn't see any potential there, dude. A very mediocre quarterback if he started. Sometimes. All right, on to the next pick here. Yeah. 11. And uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are clearly celebrating for the rest of their lives that your boy, Devin White, linebacker, has fallen see, this far. See, I just far. don't see mm-hmm. him falling that far. I just, the only I, reason I had him going this far is because there was three quarterbacks that went in the top ten. Yeah. And I just think that a lot of stuff is going to happen in the top ten where it's quarterbacks are going to be flying. I'm not going to say it's not There's going to be a surprise offensive, like a tight end or a wide receiver that gets picked. Most likely, but I just – Devin White – uh, it would just be dumb for any of those teams in the top ten to pass on him. Yeah. I'm not saying it wouldn't he's be, but... He's so talented. Oh, you know, he's great. But, at the same time, you have to look for needs, and the linebacker isn't the need for every team, and people value the linebacker position just a little bit less than they used to. Uh, Which is true, think. but I just don't think he's falling out of top ten. I just mm-hmm. cannot foresee that. I can Number see Number 11, or 12. Number 12, Green Bay Packers, select... DK Metcalf. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that. that, that Aaron Rodgers gets a really receiver that he dom- needs. Now yeah. that's a that's a that could be a dominant, you know, trio. Aaron Rodgers at QB, and then you got two receivers in Devontae Adams and DK. Yeah. DK, <sighs> like, here's the thing. Devontae Adams is actually like an overall good receiver. He's mm-hmm. okay. In my opinion, he might be one of the most underrated in the. Oh, whole he's way. underrated because he's, he's up there yeah. in Green Bay. And there's no one else like in his like that's gonna like you know help him out up there other than Aaron Rodgers. I mean. I mean, this is going to be a smart pick for them. I mean, DK Metcalf, look, he might not be able to run all the routes in the tree. No. He might not be the best route runner. He's going to be, he's going to be aggressive. But, like, if you think about it, when you draft a prospect, you're going to have to give him the opportunity to do what he does best. Yeah. And Devontae Adams being the first man and him being the second man, they can give him all those opportunities in the world, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that just helps bolster that offense, which Matt LaFleur is coming in as an offensive mind. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could see a tight end here, but at the same time, I mean, do you want to invest a pick that high on a tight end? No, and no, 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 not a tight end because then, Aaron Rodgers has never been good with tight ends. Yeah, he's, that's just like a known fact. And they have I two. Mean, they have two first round picks. Why? It, why maybe they, try to wait. They see I, what's left when yeah, you get your second uh-huh. bargain at, round. Bargain at the late rounds. Exactly. All right, thirteen. Uh, Miami Dolphins at Oliver, defensive lineman. Yeah. He's fallen a little bit in people's draft boards, but now he seems to be rising again. Again, mm-hmm. but. It, if you just look at the like, if you look at his production before mm-hmm. that last yeah. season, Top that kid five. was a monster. Top yeah. five. Oh no doubt. Top five. Probably number one. Mm-hmm. If there wasn't a Kyler Murray. If there wasn't a Kyler yeah. Murray, maybe not. Oh well, if Nick Cliff Bo- Kingsbury never gets hired. Or Nick Bosa. If Cliff Kingsbury never gets hired, Kyler Murray is probably one of the biggest mysteries in the draft. Yeah. Because we don't know who's going to draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. And honestly, Ed Oliver is an animal. I've watched him play. He yeah, literally just yeah. destroyed a double team the one time. Yeah. He's as a freshman, he was on fire. Yeah. Fourteen. Fourteen. Atlanta Falcons. Montez Sweat, another edge rusher. See now, I could see those two picks being flip flops. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people are having uh, Ed Oliver at fourteen. It's just I've heard the reports that he's going higher now on people's boards. Mm-hmm. So 
is it realistic that he gets yeah. that far? Well, because well, Sweat's an end, right? Yeah, he's an end. See, like yeah. that—that's why I say like, because like they just lost Cam Wake, so mm, like yeah. that's like a kind of—it's not a big loss because he's old, but it's just like overall see it, to see him get a replacement. Yeah, but like Ed Oliver's, I just feel like that much of a better overall prospect. I think, well, I think it's just he. Ha- I don't know. With Montez Sweat lately, he just seems like there. A lot of the things he's done, a lot of his tape, just uh, dude, I, I feel like his potential shoots through the roof. Oh, his potential is through and the then, roof. And then compared to Ed all Oliver, these edge rushers are. Ed yeah. Oliver, you look a year ago, his potential's through the roof, but then he now he had that injury. He had that stuff. injury, and like honestly, the the coaching staff wasn't that great no. last year at Houston. They, no. I don't want to say they were against him, but like they should have known and that he had an NFL. Right. Co- they didn't. They had he had an NFL career ahead of him. You need to understand that some players have bigger and better things ahead of them. Kind of like you, and just understand that you got to use the talent that you can, but respect the fact that he's going to go and do and big, yeah. bigger and better things. No, I agree with that. All right, fifteen to finish it off. Washington Redskins select Clellan Farrell, another edge rusher, but he's yeah. from, he's out of Clemson. See, I could see that. Um, a lot of edge rushers, a lot of defensive yeah. linemen. I, this whole entire draft is literally so just different. grab your edge rushers while you can. It is so just defensive loaded. Are you kidding? They're, yeah. This is the gr- one of the greatest the defensive greatest drafts defensive. of all yeah, time. It, it feels like. It feels like. I mean, obviously. Well, obviously, you don't. We can't. We can't talk out, about what it's going to be. Wh- well, what it's what looking it could like. Could be. I mean, you have Quinn and Williams, who could be one of the best defensive linemen coming In all into football. Yeah, just off. Maybe even off season one. Granted, he's going to Oakland mm-hmm. in my draft, so maybe yep. not. Mm-hmm. But <sighs> he could still be dominant. They've compared. They put him up there with maybe. the Fletcher Coxes. If they still had Khalil. Mac. They wouldn't okay. have all the picks. But then they wouldn't have all the picks. Exactly. Which, like, even though it seems crazy that they did all they did all these trades and got all these picks, I mean, they got they a little lucky it. with getting AB, but That's you young. can kind of see it pan out a little bit. You go, oh, yeah. I see what they're doing now. Exactly. It really just depends on do they make the right choices. Exactly. Because, exactly. like, I could see them using one of their picks on a tight end. I could see you. Oh, yeah. I do have that. I have them at what? I think I have them at 27, no, 27, they selected Greedy Williams. Oh, 24, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, like, I could totally mm-hmm. see that happen. Replacing Jared Cook, because you got to replace the production from probably, what, your best offensive player last year? That was it, yeah. Yeah. No questions asked, he was probably the best defensive player. Or probably, offensive yeah. player. Offensive But player. they needed that. Yeah, I, God, I love Jared Cook, so happy we got him, but, uh, yeah, no, I totally see I think Oakland could go with a corner in that draft. I see him going with a lineman in that draft. I see him going with uh, even a wide receiver in that draft. And I see him going with I mean, they, a tight end. They have holes draft. everywhere that they just they, want to fill. They do. And I think having all those picks really does. And that's why even at the floor, you never know. Because obviously, I've heard, you've heard that Gruden loves Kyler. But at the same time, you really think you're going to get Kyler away from Cliff Kingsbury? No. That, it's not happening. That and... I really don't even think Derek Carr is that bad. No. Derek Carr isn't bad. He's it, a solid – what, two years ago he was an MVP candidate mm-hmm. before yeah. he went down with that leg injury? I mean, that I just was – Even since that, I don't think he's, like, fallen as far Look, as we thought the, he and, would. And during that year, that offensive line had an incredible season as well. So yeah. So what Oakland did is they went and signed all of them because they're like, okay, yeah, this is the O-line of the future that's going to protect our future franchise quarterback. And it just didn't pan out. All those um, – a couple of those – um, a couple of those linemen – didn't really have amazing years, and uh, they got rid of a couple, but then they brought in Trent Brown, so it's kind of confusing how it's going to... Trent Brown's low-key overpaid, I'm not going to lie. Oh, he, yeah. but he's way overpaid. He was yeah, like, I'm just making sure we're all like on the, the same page for that. He was like ranked like the, what, 31st tackle? Yeah, but I just, I know they had a lot of cap space, but smart teams make smart decisions, and that was not a smart money decision. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was good. 
Um, so yeah, no, I, 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 there's just, they have, like you said, they have so many holes in so many places, but I don't think QB is one of them. I think their car still has so much potential. They do. You want me to quickly just run through the last uh, yeah, part of the draft? Don't, you don't have to even give descriptions. Just all right. And if you guys want to pop in real quick, that's all good. Word. Yeah. Uh, 16, Carolina Panthers, Brian Burns. They need an edge rusher. Mm. Brian Burns got a lot of potential. Yeah. Don't even know he's, if he'll make ri- it there. He's rising. Right? He is he's rising. rising yeah. uh, New York Giants, the 17th pick. That might not even be there with them. That, that might get traded for Josh Rosen. But uh, right there, they have Christian Wilkins. Which I could see that pick being defensive like, line help. It could work out. I could see that pick being like greedy though. You know. What yeah, I, mean? I had that yeah. mocked before, but then I just like realized sort of like, man, they really need some D line help. Christian Wilkins, not only a great player, but a great guy that would fit great in, in any organization. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, Jonah Williams, offensive tackle or guard. They Wait, need any offensive team? lineman to the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, they do. They need. They need O line help. <laughs> they need O line bad. Wait, so, do you have Jawan Taylor yet? Jawan Taylor went to ninth to the Bills. Bills, Bills. Geez, yeah. I just didn't – I kind of just zoned No, out. you're good. You're good. Uh, 19, uh, Dexter Lawrence goes to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They need a big man in the middle. They He's do. very yeah. They just need help. It'll be Wake, on the, Wake and Casey on the ends, mm-hmm. and then – And they got a big – I mean, that is a man. big boy. He Dexter is, Lawrence is, is a big boy. Yeah. If I think – if I remember correctly, he was like 350. Yeah. yeah. It's all big Let's boy. Let's see if his speed's good enough for I mean, for his speed – defense. They question his speed, but I'm not going to lie. Watching some of those Clemson games, granted he wasn't in the playoffs because of, you know. Yeah, yeah some, so that that's like a little controversial too. Well, that's because that. the that thing was – That was kind of weird. I don't the know. The thing with that was, like, it was a very small amount that yeah. pr- wasn't going to help anything. I feel like it really was. It, it, it wasn't – at like – what they found in the system wasn't actually going to affect anything. Yeah. And that's what I feel bad for. It's sort of like Dexter Lawrence, like you thought Clemson was the Clemson D line was good in the college football playoff. Dexter Lawrence Dexter is a Lawrence huge board. Yeah. Like if he was I'm there. just saying and, I don't know Clemson's if they run the ball still, as well. And Clemson still, you know, smacked yeah. them so it's like Yeah, and think about it. Dexter Lawrence is a big body in the middle. Granted he can get to the passer and get some sacks. But as a big body like that, it will he stop takes up, up a lot. running lane. Yeah. yeah. I see him as a very Da- uh, you know, Damon Harrison. Yeah, kind snacks. Of yeah, all snacks. All right, uh, 20, Pittsburgh Steelers. Even though Devin Bush might not be an inside linebacker, they just need linebacker help. They do. The love TJ of, Watt, of everything. TJ Watt's there right now, but yeah. he also plays a lot of edge action. Yeah, edge mm-hmm. linebacker. Which is good for him because he's actually Mark you know, Barron, he's very agile and small. Mark Barron is not, like, the greatest linebacker. And at the end of the day, if you just want to straight up, player like an athlete like to be a, out there a playmaker he's, he's a playmaker. an he's an athlete i don't know about playmaker fully yet but that man no is i mean just like a, in terms of his athletic got, skills like he yeah. could be like a really oh yeah he's got player. athletic skills everywhere uh, 21 uh seattle seahawks i'm just gonna say this right now it's only because of the news of doug baldwin getting hurt and that he might not be healthy marquise brown no aj brown aj brown ah, they need a brown. wide receiver that can go out there and catch some balls. Yeah. AJ Brown can do that. AJ Brown. Like, here's the thing. That could be any wide receiver. It really could be. Uh, it, it could be it, anyone. It could be Marquise Brown. It could be AJ Brown. It could be Nikhil Harry. It could be Hakeem Butler, Nikhil Harry, any of them. Because every dude, single dude, one, dude, even love, Paris Campbell. I think, I think, dude, I think Hakeem Butler is pretty. I think he might, he might oh, end up really? being really good. Really? And at 22, the Baltimore Ravens select Hakeem, Hakeem Butler. Butler. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You just wa- His tape might not be the best all the time. But, like, you look at him, and as an Eagles fan, I see a little bit of Alshon Jeffrey in there every now and then. You go, dang, dude, he caught that ball? Yeah. He's He goes up there and just catches balls. Yeah, that, that's like a dude. He's a baller. Yeah. Uh, Houston Texans select Cody Ford. Please help Deshaun Watson. Yeah, honestly. Dude, he got sacked. What, like, do you, the first, you know like, the story about his ribs? 
Yeah, he probably. He had to, no, he had bounce. to take the bus to the one city because he couldn't fly with his broken ribs. So he <laughs> took a bus or yeah. a car or something. I mean, now give it. I'll give the Texans this. The, the second half of the season, I think they finally figured out. Oh, we should block so he doesn't get yeah, broken. Yeah, that that and so, his name started doing better. Lamar Miller started yes. actually having some. Yes. So let's see, maybe add like another piece to that, and I feel Cody like Cody Ford's uh, that that could be. A I mean, they just want off any offensive lineman that's there as long as it, there's not a run on o- offensive line, they'll take anyone that's available. Exactly. Yeah. Twenty four. We already kind of went over uh, T.J. Hawkinson, tight end to the yeah. Raiders. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, do I think this is the best pick for them? Probably not. No. But the reports are they love Josh Jacobs. They want a running back. I don't want one. No. They take Josh Jacobs at 25. No. You know who I could really honestly see them taking there? Who? DeAndre Baker. The man we were talking about earlier. Greedy. Greedy. No. Defensive back, though. No. Rap. Ta- what? Oh, safety? Taylor Rap? I could see him taking him. I could I think, see Taylor Rapp. I think Jenkins is so good. No, you just need depth there. Yeah. And that's that's been chronicled, but that looks like a second or third round kind of option. I think he could come out of this draft, maybe not as a safety, but a really solid piece at nickel corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, with all the – I mean, it feels like there's a cor- cornerback conundrum in Philly because they have just a lot of corners. They, that, they might corners, not be the but best. but they're so unsure with every single one. Exactly. exactly. So they might – the reports are that they, they might be thinking about moving Jalen Mills to a safety position. Mm. So, was that his original position at LSU? I thought it was, but I just know he played secondary. Sure. I, yeah. I thought he played some safety at some point. I think point. he did. I I mean, most most unless you're like a premier corner, most corners do end up playing yeah. some safety yeah. time in would, college. And I would be okay be with Jalen being there. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, like we'll dude, see how he would change up. Rap, All right, twenty six. Yeah. Uh, the Colts. I honestly didn't fully know what to do with the Colts because they. It's not like they're they don't have that many holes. No. Corner, corner. Well, corner. Because who they had, they had Pierre this year, who had a good, a really solid year. But, but just, after uh, Kendall Moore is not bad, but they could use it like a they could a use it name piece. Actually. But I, I had them picking Mac Wilson linebacker just to Mac so, Wilson. Uh, it's a little bit of a reach, but it just feels like out of any position that they can pick to really solidify the defense, I it's think, there. I think I could see a wide receiver with, there uh, for. I could I could see like a Nikhil Harry kind of pick because that kind of adds like a little bit more versatility. Because they have Devin Funches for a year, but but like it's one year. He's Devin more of Funches. a depth player, not a starter. Yeah. Like I see like T. Y. Hill and like you know he's got that speed, he's got that route running, and then you, yeah. you bring in maybe somebody like Nikhil Harry. You, you bring a different type of wide receiver. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, 27, another Oakland Raider pick, Greedy Williams. Greedy Williams. Okay. Granted, do I know? Do I think he falls this far? Probably not. Yeah. But. Let's be honest. Greedy Williams is great in man coverage. And if he, he's going to a place where he's got Gary on Conley on one side, him on the other, they can play some man. They could. They need mm-hmm. safeties. Yeah. They do need safeties. So, so Rap could go there, Ray, too. Oh, Taylor Rap could go anywhere in the first round. And I would not – other than like, – probably not he obviously top He's 10. a riser, but he, but a mystery. Like, does that make sense? Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. That would that would be uh You're like, oh, my God, Kyler Taylor Rapp, he's so good. He's so – where did this guy come from? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not even weird. And it's also – Dude, where does he go? Because yeah. he could go from like, like mid second, low second, and he could be like mid first. Like you don't really know. No, no, because he's a miss. The he's value a of, of safeties go up and down. Yeah, you really don't know what people value. 
as well, like, well, like it was the same thing with like Minka Fitzpatrick last year. It was like Minka Derwin. Everyone just kind of up and down. Yeah, on like Derwin, top top ten. Minka top ten. Okay, both went mid first round, thirteen and seventeen. So it's and like, look how I mean. Granted, I can't say Minka had the greatest season as a safety, but I mean, look at what Derwin did. I mean, it was really kind of. Yeah. But granted, he's but in that, Miami. That he's in Miami is like low key. Underrated, it's getting better because yeah. they have Rashad Jones. Their defense Zavian are building up in general. That that defense. Oh, it's getting know. better. Yeah. That defense is not. Yeah, talking about safeties, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers complete the safety duo. Nasir Adderley. Okay. I don't safety. really know too much about. Where is he from? Delaware. Uh, see, like well, that's my only problem is Delaware. The thing with like Delaware. Nasir, the thing with Nasir Adderley is he complements Derwin James really well. Derwin James kind of can be anywhere on the field. Nasir Adderley can just be anywhere on the field because he just runs that fast and yeah. covers that yeah, much ground, and, uh, you know, which is but, perfect but for what... But fast can only go so far. Exactly. But when, when you can cover that much ground... But that's such a... Physical, that's though. such a... Ver- that is just such a crucial position. What? Safety is yeah. a crucial position to a Yeah, and day. think about what Eddie Jackson does in Chicago. Eddie Jackson covers... He kind of just runs everywhere. Yeah, again. exactly. That's what Nasir Adderley but can again, do. But like, like... He runs Del- everywhere. Del- yeah, I just but he's get got concerned the, with that, you know. I mean, you get concerned, but I mean, what he did at the Senior Bowl, he outworked. A, he did really good at the Senior Bowl. He mm-hmm. really showed out, and that's why you see people picking him in the first round. People say he's the best safety. Yeah, because with the safeties these days, there you have not, there are not that many safeties in this draft. I mean, there are no. some safeties, but they're the all like second, safeties. third round that's kind of safeties. Saying, no premier safeties. But the thing with Nasir Adderley, it feels like safeties. You got two types of safeties these days that are premier. You have the ones that are rangy. And the ones that are can be in the box. Mm-hmm. Derwin James, Jamal Adams in the box. And you have people like Eddie Jackson that dude, are just I, everywhere. Uh, dude, okay. Like, real, like, man love real quick, dude. Uh, dude, I think J- Jamal Adams is so, he's so good. He's a manimal. He's so good. Oh, he's just, he is a phenomenal player. He's really good. him and Derwin James are like this generational player of safeties. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my They're God. They're those types of safeties that are going to hit you. Yeah, they're oh, damn, they're gonna they're hit gonna you. Hit you. Yeah. And that's what the type of safety now? that people look uh, for. Yeah, are 29. we twenty nine and thirty. Uh, we got Kansas City Chiefs. DeAndre Baker. They need a corner. Yeah, they need please. Defense. They need anything to help Any them. Any kind of defense. They need defense. Help them with everything. Ah, oh, thirty Green Bay. Uh, Noah Fant. Yeah, I was gonna. I, I, now you didn't tell me I picked before, but I kind of had a feeling like it, it makes sense. It does make sense, just because of the fact that Jimmy Graham's getting a little old. Yeah. Noah Fant's. T.J. Hawkinson can do a little bit of everything. That's why he went before. Mm-hmm. But Noah Fant can straight up. He, he might not be the best blocker. Yeah, man, he can go out and Iowa, he can out-athlete somebody. Dude, Iowa's tight ends. Dude, they're insane. Yeah. They have the best two tight ends in the country. And, like, you know, last year. George Kittle. George Kittle. Yeah. Oh, dang, he's so I, good. Iowa, T-E-U. T, basically. Uh, 31. 31, Los Angeles Rams select Garrett Bradbury, center and or guard out of NC State. Mm. Solidifies the o- the interior O line, yeah. helps him out. Oh, you said center and over. I was gonna say no, he can play. He can play any of those yeah. three. He can be yeah. any well, interior what's his part. Name? So that's good because they got rid of Roger Saffold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the so, thing yeah. with Garrett Bradbury, a lot of people have him even going higher. I mean, yeah. I just don't see offensive Other, interior offensive yeah. linemen always don't go high unless you have almost you know. Yeah. And okay. you have like a Quentin Nelson kind of guy who's. Yeah. Literally, you just looked at him. And oh, You're like, when, when I looked at him, I Quentin said... Quentin Nelson, oh my God, I love that guy. No, like, coming out of the draft that year, so last year, you went... These are the two kids that are absolute, absolute studs. You mm-hmm. go, Quentin Nelson and Saquon Barkley. Yeah. yeah. And if you had asked me who was going to be an all-pro first, I would have said Quentin Nelson. Yeah. That uh, boy was see, now, a stud. Now, 
I don't know if I. He agree looked with like that. an all pro but, but like at Saquon Notre Dame. Barkley looked like the the next. They both looked like all pros, honestly. Saquon I mean, like, Barkley looked like he could be the best running back coming out, like the best running back in all of NFL, just coming in. Honestly, oh yeah, he could. I but you look now. at Quentin Nelson, and he just. True. Oh, so good. I, and I and I totally. But it's it's such an offensive it's an offensive lineman standard of. All pro. Yeah. Yeah, but I just look at Barkley. Now, then again, he does get pancakes. God, Barkley. Barkley, Barkley is amazing. Is just I mean, you have to understand, Quentin Nelson yells at you and then runs you over. Oh, my God. That's the yeah. best. I love him when he's mic'd up. And 32. All right, last one. Wow. Easiest pick for the New England Patriots. Gronk retires. Oh, we need a new tight end. Who does uh, Belichick love? Anyone from Alabama. Who does Alabama Irv have? Smith Jr. Irv Smith Jr. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Tight end. Yeah. There yeah. it goes. So that's what we got for today. Uh, for all of you listeners out there, give James a warm thank you for his. Sorry for the draft. That was a pretty long draft. It was. No, no, no. It's okay because yeah. you know we we like to hear different ideas. We like to discuss. We like to argue a little mm-hmm. bit. But it, it's we pretty all much talked about like everyone, even like even the people that weren't in our draft. Like we talked yeah. about like people that could sneak in. So. Yeah, I I I enjoyed this. It was a pleasure having you, James. Yes, thank yeah. you very uh, much. For all you fans out there. Uh, thank you for staying tuned. I uh, hope you enjoyed. And uh, one last question. Are you down to football? <laughs>